0: Well, what do you know? It's October the 18th and this is Born on This Day. I'm Amanda Barker.
1: And I'm Bill Antoneu.
0: And today is Persons Day. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, actually, it's an annual celebration in Canada held every year on October the 18th. It commemorates the case of Edwards versus Canada, which is more commonly known as the Persons Case, a famous Canadian constitutional case decided on October the 18th in 1929 by the Judicial Committee of the Imperial Privy Council, which at that time was the Court of Last Resort, or like a Supreme Court anyway, if you will, in Canada. The Persons Case held that women are eligible to sit in the Senate of Canada. While it's not a Civic holiday day several women's groups across canada make significant note of the day including the women's legal education and action fund so there you go i am a person i can sit in this podcast because uh, of you know day.
1: i don't know if women should be in the senate they're very emotional amanda and um I just don't know if we can count on them to make rational opinions rational decisions, you know?
0: And if you were born on October the 18th, (laughs) then you're probably fairly rational yourself, like I am being right now. Although I was not born today, I'm I'm channeling it for time and for aggravation. So uh, you are well known for your social, analytical, and loyal nature, you October 18th birthday people, you. While others prefer to be alone, you really do thrive in a social setting.
1: All right. Um, Well, starting us off on our celebrity birthdays, the teen idol Zac Efron became famous with his performance in the high school musical films, quickly moving into featured roles in films with his performances in... Hairspray, Me and Orson Welles, and Seventeen Again. More recently, he starred in Neighbors 1 and 2, Baywatch, and That Awkward Moment, and recently released his Netflix series, Human Discoveries. At only 33, he has already amassed credits as a singer, actor, and producer, and even done stints in rehab. He was born on this day in San Luis Obispo, California, in 1987.
0: He has a Netflix series on uh, Human Discoveries that you mentioned, and... um, I don't love it (laughs) because I really do feel like it's bros learning about the world. I I don't love it, which I'm Um, like, I don't really love Zac Efron
1: in general. I think he's fine and I don't hold anything against him. Um, Mm -hmm. He's not sexy to me because he's, he's sort of, he's put together in a way that's so like, clinically perfect that it doesn't really right. have much uh, personality to it
0: a bit of package going on there yeah
1: and then as an actor as well like because he's been working since he was a little kid all those mm. all those people who were like disney kids who have been professional since they were very young they're all kind of like robots when they grow up there's not a lot of yeah. like life experience in their acting and i hold nothing against them i sound worse than i mean to be it's just like it's just not something that i really run for
0: well, Disney seems to do a good job making pop stars, but I don't know about actors, yeah, you know?
1: Yeah, And mm-hmm. I
0: think there's something to that. Well, speaking of uh, packaged or <laughs> packages, Jean-Claude Van Damme began studying martial arts when he was just 11, then began fighting professionally until he retired from the sport in 1982 and moved to Los Angeles to pursue a career as an actor. You can see him dancing, actually, as an extra in the 1984 movie Break-In. Who doesn't forget that? Mm-hmm. The same year, he had an uncredited role in Missing in Action. Then in 1988, he made a proper starring debut in Bloodsport and spent the rest of his career as a bona fide star. His hits include Double Impact, Kickboxer, and Lionheart, all of which figure feature rather his signature splits. Later in 2008, he starred as a fictionalized version of himself in the masterful JCVD, and his most recent film came out last year, and he was born on this day in Brussels, Belgium. I didn't realize he was Belgian. Mm -hmm. In 1960,
1: it's always funny how they find reasons to explain his accent in all of his American action movies. They're like, "And he just got shipped in from Quebec." Like it's always somewhere, you know. Or he was he served with the French Foreign Legion before he came here. It's it's really funny. I actually love Van Damme, and he's an example of someone like he is very well put together physically, but there's also like a personality flaw that makes him very attractive. He always Mm -hmm. because he was a nerdy kid who took to martial arts to basically get over being bullied and stuff. Interesting. There's, oh, there's always a part of him that is like desperate to be cool, desperate to be liked. Right. That is very endearing. If you watch him right. dancing in that, in the background and Breakin, you can see him nerding out and it's really, <laughs> it actually makes him more attractive to me. That's Plus, he, cool. He always had like it. a world-class ass. So yeah.
0: Okay, good.
1: Yeah. Tyler Posey stars as Scott on Teen Wolf, since then moving on to Jane the Virgin and now Apocalypse and performing voices on Elena of Avalor and Fast and Furious Spy Racers. He was born on this day in Santa Monica, California in 1991.
0: Dawn Wells was cast on Gilligan's Island in her fourth year on television. She was Marianne Summers on the classic television series. She later appeared on episodes of Bonanza and The Love Boat, continuing to work on television and film until today. And her most recent credit was on an episode of Kaplan's Corner. She was born on this day in Reno, Nevada in 1938.
1: No one's been on Falcon Crest in a very long time, but I feel like The Love Boat is overtaking it because anyone who was like working in the 70s and 80s was on that show.
0: Everybody was on The Love Boat, which was the charm of The Love Boat, really.
1: Also a show that I need to try and find because you can't find it anywhere.
0: It's true. You know, The Love Boat kind of did what reality shows kind of do today. Absolutely, yeah. Like The Masked Singer. Like there's been so many people just notorious celebrities you know whether they're athletes or you know you don't have to have singing ability to be on the mass singer same as the love boat you didn't really have to have acting ability to be on it
1: but uh it also was a show that like is the reason why i found out about who that piece certain people existed and didn't realize until later that they were famous for other things like Charo, (laughs) i was like oh she was like like a really talented musician (laughs) i'm like oh i thought she was just on the love boat
0: (laughs) We just – I wanted to be Charo when I grew up, but we all knew her for her personality and not for her amazing guitar skills. I've seen her live. I met her. No, she's
1: she's the real deal.
0: Yeah, she and I – she was on a cruise ship I was working on.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah, she was really lovely and Mm -hmm. – and she was a few cabins down, and she was lovely to talk to. And holy cow, watching her perform! As yeah, well. no, she
1: she's a master on the guitar. And mm-hmm. anyway, but the, it's not her birthday today. Okay, uh, <laughs> It's
0: Don Wells's birthday, and we wish her a happy birthday. Working For sure. actor, we love
1: Marianne, even though we well prefer into Ginger. Her 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Frida Pinto grabbed the world's attention in her film debut as the object of the main character's affection in the Oscar-winning film *Slumdog Millionaire*. She followed it with roles in *Rise of the Planet of the Apes*, Terence Malick's *Knight of Cups*, the miniseries *Guerrilla*, and *Trishna*, Michael Winterbottom's modern version of Thomas Hardy's *Tess*. She was born on this day in Bombay, India, in 1984.
0: Peter Boyle starred in the first film by Rocky director John Avildsen, *Joe* in 1970, I'm trying to say that name, then made one of his most famous appearances as the monster in Mel Brooks' comedy classic Young Frankenstein. He worked consistently for the next few decades, winning an Emmy for an episode on The X-Files before achieving his biggest success as Frank on Everybody Loves Raymond, which earned him seven Emmy nominations. He was born on this day in Norristown, Pennsylvania in 1935. He died in 2006 at the age of 71.
1: I remember showing a friend Young Frankenstein and it was all polite chuckles throughout the entire movie until the number when he and Gene Wilder do putting on the Ritz. Have you seen that movie?
0: I've never seen it.
1: Oh, it's so funny because Gene Wilder's like, if you're blue and you don't know where to go to, why don't you go where fashion sits? Putting on the Ritz! Because he's the monster. And my friend fell off the chair laughing. It's so so funny. Yeah. Anyway. George C. Scott loved acting, but famously hated the idea of movie awards, asking his name to be removed from the ballot of his first two Oscar nominations and refusing to show up to accept when he won Best Actor for his performance as George S. Patton in the film about his military career. Scott was a force to be reckoned with on screen, his imposing figure and growling voice making for unforgettable characterizations in films like dr strangelove the hustler and the hospital late in life he appeared in the thriller malice with nicole kidman and in his last film played opposite sharon stone in the remake of gloria won a golden globe for the remake of 12 angry men and gave his final performance in a tv movie adaptation of inherit the wind he was born on this day in wise virginia in 1927 and died in 1999 at the age of 71.
0: Well, Chachi loved Joni so much that they got their own show from Happy Days, and Aaron Moran played the role of Joni on both. um, First, the 239 episodes of Happy Days before appearing on the short-lived spinoff. Moran also appeared in the films The Happy Ending, Galaxy of Terror, and episodes of The Love Boat. Sure she did. Murder, She Wrote, she was also on, and Hotel, making her last appearance on film in Not Another Bee Movie in 2010 before her death from throat cancer in 2017 at the age of 56. She was born on this day in Burbank, California in 1960. Ooh, throat cancer. So I know. that's two, two things that could yeah. be yeah. smoking and bulimia yeah. that'll they that'll get you
1: another star on 70s sitcom television pam dauber was half of mork and mindy on that popular comedy following it with another success when she starred on my sister sam and in the film stay tuned her most recent credit was in 2016 and she celebrates 69 today born on this day in detroit in 1951
0: Martina Navratilova was born in Prague, Czech Republic, in 1956. She's a former professional tennis player and coach. In 2005, Tennis Magazine selected her as one of the greatest female tennis players for the years of 1975 through to 2005. That is something. And she's considered one of the best tennis players of all time
1: joe morton had his first lead role in the brother from another planet by john sales later appearing on seven episodes of a different world and giving one of his best known performances as miles dyson in terminator 2 judgment day his roles since have included what lies beneath law and order the good wife batman v superman dawn of justice and scandal for which he won an emmy award this past year he was on ryan murphy's the politician and he was born on this day in harlem in 1947.
0: Vincent Spano also had one of his first major roles in a John Sayles film. We love John Sayles on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the 1983 film Baby It's You, which was followed by star- his starring role in Rumblefish. Um, hang on. Oh, Rumblefish, but John Sayles did Passion Fish, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That, I got my fish mixed up there. Yeah. <laughs> the remake and God Created Women and Oscar with Sylvester Stallone. He reunited with sales in the film City of Hope and starred in Alive with Ileana Douglas who we also love on this podcast and who Marco and Amanda recently read in audio form. (laughs) Listen to it's a big, you've read it too though, right? Oh yes.
1: Yeah. I recommend it to you
0: guys. That's a big recommend. That's in our reading list for this podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. Ileana Douglas's book, uh, I blame Dennis Hopper. Anyway, uh, he most we're talking about Vincent Spano here, and he most recently appeared in the film *Bent* and on an episode of *Blue Bloods*. And he was born on this day in Brooklyn in 1962. A lot of people in *Blue Bloods*
1: super cute when he was young, yeah.
0: You know, because *Blue Bloods* films in New York, it's like *Law and Order*, so like everybody can kind of jump in for an episode. You know, anyone who's New York based.
1: Arliss Howard played Private Cowboy in Stanley Kubrick's Full Metal Jacket and later appeared as Bette Midler's son in For the Boys. His other notable performances including The Lost World, Jurassic Park, A Map of the World with Sigourney Weaver, the series True Blood, and most recently the show Manhunt. He's married to actress Deborah Winger and he was born on this day in Independence, Missouri in 1954.
0: Klaus Kinski was described as pestilence in human form by Werner Herzog, who was his most frequent collaborator and his best friend. The two made the films Nosferatu, Fitzcarraldo, Aguirre. Isn't it Aguirre?
1: Aguirre.
0: Oh, Aguirre. Oh, interesting.
1: Oh, that's how we said it.
0: I thought, but the last name is Aguirre,
1: no? I think it's Aguirre because I think he's German.
0: Oh, oh, oh okay, great. Uh, I Believe You, uh, The Wrath of God, and Cobra Verde, among many, many others. Then following Kinski's death in 1991 at the age of 65, Herzog made the documentary My Best Friend, which was about him. Uh, oh, sorry, My Best Fiend, but uh, it's easy to read it and say My Best Friend. That's why I
1: put that in the note.
0: Yes, and there's a note following, say, um, My Best fiend not my best friend uh which is very cute and how many people have done that anyway kinski also appeared in plenty of films by other directors including sergio leone's for a few dollars more operation thunderbolt and the little little drummer girl with diane keaton not to be confused with the christmas movie of the same <laughs> title um and this is actually how i know him mostly he's the father of Nataz- and was born on this day in Zapot Poland in 1926. She's that's a bio I want to read. Is hers? Oof,
1: yeah. Complicated.
0: Yeah. Yeah, complicated is one way to put it. Yeah. Um, she comes up. Um, she was good friends with Demi Moore. She's yep. actually who got Demi Moore into acting. I read that book. Oh yeah, I'm yep. in the middle of it now. Yeah. Anyway, um, very bit of a interesting, disappointment though. of a book. What's that?
1: Bit of a disappointment as a book. A little bit.
0: Well. My thing with bio, uh, the thing is, is know your audience. Your audience wants to hear what it was like to work with Whoopi Goldberg, not about what your inner personal struggle was when you, when someone, when you took an acting class, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like, I think there could be room for both. And I I do want to of
1: it. And like, I appreciate the journey that she goes on in that book because she really had a rough childhood and she really seems to have turned out into a really amazing adult and I'm really happy for her. And the ending of that book is really powerful, but she only goes into her, like, top three most um, important movies. And I actually always really admired Demi Moore's career, and mm-hmm. I wanted to know more about a lot of the movies she made. I agree. So, I agree.
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah that's – and Sally Field's book, exactly the same oh, okay. critique. Yeah. Not only it goes on for way longer, but it's, like, it's all about her emotional journey in her acting class. Right. You know, and then she doesn't even talk about working with Robin Williams, for example. Right. Like yeah. even if you just say he was so lovely or we laughed on set this day.
1: Yeah.
0: You know, remember something about because that's what we're listening for. You she brushes over all the really interest. other than Norma Ray, she brushes over all the really interesting movies of her career and and that's how i'm feeling
1: the only thing i think is like i'm only interested in these people as professionals and in their professional careers and i must Mm -hmm. be in the minority that's the only thing i can think when i read these books because i'm like i do want to know about your work experience you know
0: i don't think so i think these stars are (laughs) (laughs) self-absorbed that's what i think i I think think they're like here's why i'm inspired to write this so people can know the hardships i've overcome yeah we need to know that you know that too but um, but we also want to know about the work. Yeah. You yeah. know, that's why Ileana Douglas's book is great. Is If anything, she talks less about her personal life. Well,
1: because she's very private about that stuff and she doesn't like to talk about it. And also mm-hmm. is one of those people who is like, why would anyone want to know?
0: Well, yeah. if you were Martin Scorsese's girlfriend for 10 years, I want to know.
1: Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she <laughs> doesn't know. spill on that. She's very classy she about his She doesn't spill on any of it. Yeah. She just
0: talks about, like, Jennifer Tilly. And, yeah. 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 But, but even that is better to me than, like because well, her
1: stories are funny too they're really entertaining right. yeah chuck Lorre is one of the most successful producers in television history following his stints in the writing rooms of my two dads and roseanne with the creation of the shows sybil dharma and greg Two and a Half Men, The Big Bang Theory, The Kaminsky Method, Mom, and Young Sheldon. He has been nominated for nine Emmy Awards and hasn't won any, amazingly enough, and was born on this day in Long Island, New York, in 1952.
0: Another Chuck born today is Chuck Berry, who was born on this day in St. Louis, Missouri. In 1926, he was an American singer, songwriter, and one of the pioneers of rock and roll. Nicknamed the father of rock and roll by many, Berry is refined and has developed, and did develop, rhythm and blues into major Elements that made rock and roll distinctive, with songs such as "Maybelline," "Roll Over Beethoven," rock and roll music, and of course "Johnny Be Good." Writing lyrics that focused on teen life and consumerism, and developing a music style that included showmanship and guitar solos, he was a major influence on rock music. On March 18, 2017, he was found unresponsive at his home and was pronounced dead at the scene at age 90.
1: Mm -hmm. howard shore is a composer of music scores who first made his mark on the films of david cronenberg such as the brood and videodrome a collaboration that continues to this day and along the way he has composed the music for seven the game gangs of new york and spotlight winning three oscars for the lord of the rings trilogy and most recently composing the score for the film pieces of a woman with vanessa kirby he was born on this day in toronto ontario in 1946
0: Miriam Hopkins was a movie star in the 1930s, and according to Betty Davis, the most notorious scene stealer. In the business, although Steeler is probably how Betty Davis would say it. (laughs) She earned an Oscar nomination for Best Actress in the first ever Technicolor feature film known as Becky Sharp in 1935 and starred in Trouble in Paradise, Design for Living, Old Acquaintance, and The Heiress with Olivia de Havilland. In 1936, she appeared as Martha in the censored film version of Lillian Hellman's The Children's Hour entitled These Three. Then in 1961, she played Lily in the more frank remake with Audrey Hepburn and Shirley MacLaine. Her last role was the film Savage Intruder in 1970, just two years before her death in 1972 at the age of 69. She was born on this day in Savannah, Georgia in 1902.
1: Melina Mercuri is best known and loved for her Oscar-nominated performance in Never on Sunday, which made her one of the most famous movie stars to ever come out of Greece. She was born the daughter of a member of Greek Parliament and the granddaughter of a former Athens mayor, her career beginning with work on the Greek stage after she graduated from the country's National Theatre School. An outspoken socialist, she made her film debut at the age of 35 in Stella, and often had trouble being hired thanks to producers not wanting to deal with her politics. Greek studios declined the opportunity to co-produce Never on Sunday with American filmmaker Jules de and missed out on cashing in on what turned out to be one of the year's biggest international hits. During the country's military dictatorship, she lived in France from 1967 to 1974, recording albums that were banned in Greece during that time. She and Jules de married and stayed together until her death in 1994 at the age of 73, by which point she had left acting behind to enter politics, serving as Greece's first female minister of culture from 1981 to 1990. Her other film credits include Once Is Not Enough, Copy, and Fedra, and she was born on this day in Athens in 1920.
0: Om Puri died in 2016 at the age of 66, by which point he had amassed over 316 credits, including in the Indian film industry as well as in the Hollywood film industry after crossing over in a key role in 1982's Oscar winner Gandhi. He worked for Mike Nichols in Charlie Wilson's War and Wolf, co-starred with Michael Douglas in The Ghost and the Darkness and earned a BAFTA for his performance in the comedy hit East is East. And he was born on this day in Umbala, India, in 1950.
1: La Lenya was a star of the German stage whose roles included the shows written by her husband, Kurt Weill, who wrote the song known in English as Mac the Knife for her in the Three Penny Opera. The couple escaped the Nazis in the early 30s and moved first to France and then to America, where she did the three penny opera in English and won a Tony Award. She made her Hollywood film debut in 1961 at the age of 63, earning an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actress in the Roman Spring of Mrs. Stone by Tennessee Williams, and then entered the Hall of Fame as one of the best James Bond henchmen in the franchise's history as the dagger-footed Rosa Klebb in From Russia with Love. Her last performance was in the Burt Reynolds comedy Semi-Tough in 1977. She was born on this day in Vienna in 1898 and died in 1981 at the age of 83.
0: Pierre Elliott Trudeau was born on this day in Montreal in 1919. He was a Canadian politician who was the 15th Prime Minister of Canada and leader of the Liberal Party of Canada between 1968 and 1984, with a brief period as leader of the opposition from 1979 to 1980. His tenure of 15 years and 164 days makes him Canada's third longest-serving prime minister behind William Lyon Mackenzie King and Sir John A. Macdonald. His eldest son, Justin Trudeau, became the 23rd and is the current prime minister, as far as this recording goes anyway, Mm -hmm. following the 2015 election and 2019 election, and is the first prime minister of Canada to be a descendant Of a former prime minister, and he died at the age of 81 on September 28th in 2000, and Marco went to his funeral.
1: Oh, interesting. So he must have been in his 50s when he had those boys, because he was, I think, they they have an older dad like I do. Yeah, because they're around my age. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, you men that can just procreate whenever the mood strikes.
1: Listen, unfortunately, biology is sexist, too, Amanda. What can we do about it? (laughs) And lastly, David Tuey is a writer and director who specializes in science fiction, most famous for the Riddick franchise that made Vin Diesel a movie star in the films Pitch Black, The Chronicles of Riddick, co-starring Judy Dench, and Riddick. He also wrote the screenplays for Waterworld and G.I. Jane and wrote and directed A Perfect Getaway. He was born on this day in Los Angeles County in 1955.
0: Well, I just want to say I'm just happy to be recognized as a person and my place on this board on this day table since today is Person's Day. Even if you are uh,
1: very emotional, Amanda.
0: It's been an arc today. <laughs> today we've we've really explored an arc both personally and
1: professionally. We sure have.
0: Uh, Well, listen, I want to thank everybody for listening. And as always, please find us on our social media channels. Anywhere you have social media, we're there, Born on This Day podcast. My name is Amanda Barker. And
1: I am Bill Antonio,
0: And we wish you a happy October the 18th.
1: See you soon.